Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our great sport. Yeah, cut that. This is the all-steak-no-sizzle show. We got no time for Mike we, Spots. We got all-steak-no-sizzle all this week. Absolutely, I, sir. My name's Kevin Wilson. We're along with John Cole, uh, the greatest food truck czar in the history of that sport. <laughs> uh, let's get right into it. Uh, we had a great event this past week that myself and John attended. We did. We were invited by uh, reps from the uh, uh, Morristown Mall. That's right. Uh, Tom and Lauren, I believe their names were. I want to give them, you know, props and credit. Uh, You can find them all over social media feed, hashtag Morristown Mall. My favorite mall, and I'm not just saying that. That's my favorite mall. Well, you can still find parking as opposed to the Cherry Hill Mall where somebody has to park for you. (laughs) And that's $49.95. The only thing I've seen that comes as close to the rollerball nightmare of a Wawa parking lot is trying to find a parking spot in Cherry Hill Mall at a place like Maggiano's, yeah, Grand Lux you. Cafe. Uh, these are super popular joints. Right. Good food, whatever, but no, I'm not. And I just want to let our listeners know, today is our shirt and tie show, getting you ready for your celebrations and special occasions. Valentine's have, Day's coming up. We have all kinds of stuff going up, but birthdays, anniversaries. Well, you've heard us use this expression before. Uh, most of the times, Kevin and I are covering uh, kind of like street level places, yeah, short, ten. you know, shorts and a hoodie places, food trucks, right. a lot of kiosks. Today, we're going to be a little bit dressed up. We're going to put shirt, long pants on, long pants, <laughs> shirt and tie. The kind of places where you know maybe you take a date, maybe you take a friend or That's a loved right. one anniversary. for a uh, special event, something yeah. that matters. Not not that you know the, the everyday cheesesteak doesn't matter. <laughs> and I'll tell you, <laughs> I'll tell you, I have a at least eight. Uh, restaurants on my list facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one make sure you put the one because the other uh, the other uh, page is a little weird uh, forward slash so it's facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash we'll take you right to our photos because every pick I'm giving you today is associated with a photo that I have already put on the page. Sometimes people wonder, why do you guys say things more than once or twice? And, you know, we joke around a lot on this show, have a good time, you know, break chops a little bit. However, probably the number one or two FAQ we get is, where can we find this stuff? That's right. Not to be a jerk. I mean, I have no problem being a jerk. <laughs> Hell, they're paying me to be a jerk most of the time. Uh, we are paying you but, to be a jerk. But the truth is, we're telling you this because we got an hour this is a show where we got a lot to cover. Um, I guarantee you, by the time I get out of the studio and get out to my truck, someone is going to be like, hey, what was that restaurant in whatever'sburg? Exactly. And what were their hours? And that's why we're telling you. Right. Kevin and I reblog everything on pretty much all the major all the social media, media platforms. And every, every pick I give you today will be $50 and under, but they're very upscale restaurants. And they all have photos on the Facebook page. I want to talk about Hash House of Go-Go. Yeah, they're here. They're here in New Jersey. and Live uh, and in color. Absolutely. Uh, I've talked about this place a lot. And uh, I've been in Vegas when I was younger and stupider. Had a little more hair. Um, <laughs> me and my crew used to go out to Vegas a few times a year. We'd have, you know, kind of like these get-togethers, guy weekends or whatever. And there were many times where after several adult beverages and losses at the gambling tables, we would stumble into a hash house at Gogo. Yeah. And I didn't think a place like this could make it outside of Vegas. And I found, I found one in Orlando. Years later, I'm married. We have in, I, you know, I have in-laws. Live in Florida. That place is, you know, if anything, it's bigger than the original in Vegas, and the plates are ridiculous. Go to Facebook. Go to social media. You'll yeah. see. Kev posted pictures. I posted pictures on my Facebook. They page. have pancakes that are 16 inches wide. Let me tell you something about the pancakes. <laughs> I, I can honestly tell you guys, I have ordered pancakes. Possibly three times in my life because I'm a scrapple egg kind of guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, no, I hear you. That pancake was so good that I actually took the rest home 
And the server, and I want to mention this too, because I mentioned this in my that was article. Like the, for people who following along at home, that was the Bananarama pancake oh from Hashtag Oh, boy. But it's that was fantastic. like a mashup of almost like a Bananas Foster. And I lo- <laughs> I'll tell you what. It's delicious. If you guys are Pancakes fans, yeah. Ash House of Go-Go at the Moorestown Mall. Has you covered. They got it. And I'll tell you, uh, one more thing I wanted to mention. If you guys read my article, which is posted on my Facebook page, I mentioned how good the service was, and people don't get credit uh, these days enough for the service, but that kid that took care of our table was fantastic. I feel bad. I do not remember his name. But he but was awesome. He killed it. The drinks were filled. The yeah. food kept coming. And they even said to us, too, they put together this tasting of a bunch of local foodies, uh, you know, uh, influencers, whatever you want to call yeah. us. Uh, freeloaders, I think, is the word that comes <laughs> to mind. Freeloaders would be the most, pro- <laughs> <laughs> the most apropos. But... Um, they would, they would, you know, whatever we wanted, they'd be like, oh, you want another this, another that? Their cocktails are really good. And that kid was awesome. He was like, boom, boom, boom. Well, the truth I, is, my experiences at Hash House of Go-Go were non-alcoholic simply because by the time I get to a Hash House of Go-Go in Vegas, my liver would have already put in for a transfer. Oh, yeah. You know, it would be hours of gambling and drinking and blah, blah, blah. And literally, when I get to Hash House of Go-Go in Vegas... I'm looking for pancakes and eggs or something to sort of neutralize the 19 glasses of beer I've drank all And that. another thing is the the setup of the bar is awesome because if you're a baseball fan, baseball season's coming up, or a football fan, that's a spot. They have a lot of widescreen TVs. It was very nice. Well, to kind of let people know a little bit, because I got a lot of feedback about Hash House of Go-Go. Yeah. They're in the Morristown Mall. They are in the spot where Distrito was. They did minimal remodeling, and if you were in Distrito, you remembered that place was mobbed. Their happy hour was busy. It did not matter what day of the week. You could go in there on a Tuesday night at 7.30, and the bar is jammed with people with cervezas and fish tacos. Now the place is bombed with moonshine cocktails and chicken and waffles. Uh, The chicken and waffles, one of the very few times I've had chicken and waffles where the chicken was perfect. It was juicy. It wasn't dry. Uh, it was, and I love the what, the names they have on the menu. Oh yeah, yeah, I yeah! The very clever. We've had the conversation before about where the best chicken and waffles is in South Jersey. There are people that'll throw out places in Atlantic City. There are places that'll throw out down the shore. Um, uh, I've talked about diners. Several diners in yeah. South Jersey have killer chicken and waffles. Jumping into that mix is Hash House of Go-Go at the Morristown Mall. Yeah, definitely. Trust me. just And that chicken was juicy all the way through, which is unusual. 14 inches wide by 14 inches high. It's literally a chicken platter. It's not like... I understand right now the popular chicken and waffle incarnation is like chicken tenders. Okay. And uh, the Vincent Town Diner does that. And they have very good chicken tenders. They make them there. They're not frozen in a bag or whatever. But this is literally like thigh drumstick and, breast uh, on a pile of waffles with yeah. bacon and uh, and I believe if you guys go to at dining on a dime one which is our Twitter page I believe my article that I wrote about hash house at gogo is posted and I think you can find them at at hash house NJ okay that's the one in the Morristown mall or you can just go to at hash house at gogo on Facebook Twitter yeah, or whatever everywhere. and you know then you can click on the Morristown location from what we were being told by Lauren, okay. who I believe is one of their PR reps, she was telling me that there are going to be and and the the there was a, um, the manager and I think he's like part a, a partner there. Okay, um, I'm sorry, I, I cannot, I don't remember his right. name. I'm not the guy who jots. He names was a down. very I'm nice superstar. I, I talked to him too. Um, he's got a solid restaurant tradition in history and his his background, but he talked about there was going to be location specific items, hmm. location-specific drinks and stuff like that. And they're farm-to-table. So, yeah, they're all... They're, their idea is to kind of take that farm-to-table sort of lower southern, lower midwestern kind of hearty food and, you know, upscale it a little bit. I, like, I, I loved everything about it. I really did. I really enjoyed Hash House of Go-Go. So don't, you know, don't sleep on them if you've been to the one in Orlando and say, ah, you know what, I can skip it because, no, you shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, their stuffed burgers are going to be different. I can't they're, wait. They're, they're, it's going to be the Hash House of Go-Go energy 
but it's going to take different, you know, and yes, th- th- there'll be the big pancakes will be there, the stuffed burgers will be there, the chicken and waffles will be there. They're not trying to reinvent their own wheel. And I was looking at the menu. There's several selections of stuffed burgers. I mean, there's like six or eight. Or, they can even yeah. bust salmon out. If you, everybody's got that one oh, person that salmon in there. was good. Everybody's got that one person in the crowd where he or she is fit. They're right. watching what they're doing, watching where they're going, whatever. Um I, I can't really recommend this enough, strongly enough. Like, no sort of, uh, there's no joke here. You know, there's right. no punchline yeah, here. It's go to the Morristown Mall, go to Hash House of Go-Go, go broke, and, and then call us back and thank us. And today we are talking about upscale shirt and tie plays. Me and John are actually going to put on dress pants for this show. <laughs> and uh, with that being said. Thankfully, the big and tall store at a tuxedo shop. <laughs> I'm here because I'm tall. I, that's my joke when I walk in. Uh Let's talk a little bit about Joe's Italiano with maple. Yeah, this was a dual tasting. Um, sometimes those work out not great. This one was really well done. Fantastic. If you're and this is a little bit more uh, in my wheelhouse because Maplewood in by Joe Italiano is a South Jersey legend. I've been eating at this place since the late seventies. Yeah, they really their unique vibe was we're not Philly, we're not North Jersey, we're not New York. We're a local South Jersey family using, you know, farm-grown tomatoes and stuff like that. And it's dishes you recognize. It's not cheeses you can't pronounce. Italian comfort. It's not, you know, herbs from places you can't find on a map, can't pronounce. It's food you recognize. Chicken parm, veal parm, seafood pasta dishes. Um, Absolutely delicious. Really high-level ingredients. Um, I've kind of known of the owner, uh, Jimmy. He's the, I guess. Jimmy the, was a great guy. Jimmy is the, uh, I guess. The, I guess Jimmy is the founder's grandson. Joe Italiano, the 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 son, was like the big kind of name. Gotcha. Um, it's like one restaurant with two names. Some people call it Maplewood. Some people call it Joe Italiano. Jimmy is running things now. And I got to tell you, if you've been over to Little Egg or you got a couple, they got two locations. Right. And if you're used to that level of service, what we saw, they didn't miss a beat. And this is a shirt and tie place. As much as I love Hash House and Go-Go, I don't know if that's a shirt and tie place. I right. don't know if that's the place you take a date. But Joe's Maplewood. Um, Joe Italiano's Maplewood is absolutely shirt and tie place. Uh, family vibes, service is impeccable, the place is spotless, and the food is exactly what you probably want at a special occasion. You don't want to be fear factoring. I don't want somebody to come over with a bowl of caramel-covered scorpions for me to eat. I want a dish that, you know what I mean? I want a dish that I can, I I know what I'm eating. There's spaghetti and meatballs. I love the chicken parm. You know, like 1979, I'm a kid in there eating their, and you know what I mean? And and they brought it out to us the other day. Yeah. It's literally the same amazing food. And they hand-roll the meatballs. They hand-roll the meatballs, fresh pasta. I'm not really sure. And the price point. I thought the price point was the great. The price point, knowing they were in South Jersey, this was another sort of South Jersey DNA in the mix. Places yeah. in North Jersey, places in New York, places in Philly, they kind of lose their mind a little bit when they come to South Jersey. They right. think it's okay to open a place, and they think it's okay for $18 for yeah. a chicken parm sandwich. No. And I have written an article about them, and that should be published soon. Okay. Uh, since we got our shirt and ties on. So absolutely, that's another thing uh, too. Yeah, Joe's Italiano Maplewood. We've got a few other places. Uh, Joe Italiano's in Maplewood, whether it's at the Morristown Mall or, you know, if you kind of live further out in South Jersey, they have the, the Hamilton location, yep. uh, Maze Landing, I guess. It, 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 go find out where they are. And um, and I'll tell you, if, if you get a, a chance, the bread is delicious. Oh, that bread Lo- is great. That bread, local bakery. Oh, oh, I think oh. that's Lucas Bakery. You know, <laughs> they've been forever. Do me a favor. Keep me away from that bread. That uh, bread uh, this, is, this is my little John tip before we start the other stuff. Yeah. Somebody's going to leave a meatball on the side of the table. <laughs> and somebody's going to leave a little bit of cheese or whatever. And somebody's going to leave a crust of bread. Yeah. Cut open that crust of bread. Absolutely. Drop in that cheese and meatball. That's right. And while you're waiting for the amateurs to finish their dinner before your right. dessert can come, uh, you have like a tiny little meatball parm thing and going. I'll, I'll and tell you what. I went hood, and I just start, you're going to finish that? You're going to finish <laughs> that? No. You know what? And that's the great thing about Joe Italiano's, too. Yeah. It's that kind of place yeah. where you can have on a shirt and tie, be with family, but you can lean over and ask, you know, Aunt Glory, <laughs> Uncle Ray, hey, you know, you're going to finish that, because if not, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, pass it over. Okay. We've got our shirt and ties on. 
We got the candlelights. Here we go. My first pick. These are uh, places that you would go for a special occasion, anniversary, whatever. If you're listening live, you know next week is Valentine's Day. Right. If you're listening, you download this in March, two weeks from now. We all know there's special occasions, yeah. birthdays, anniversaries, I got a job. Maybe you lost your job, and this is going to be less time you're taking someone to yeah. dinner for a while. And th- that question is actually my most asked question when I'm on the street and I start talking restaurants is where can I go for a birthday or, or a 50? One lady had a 50th anniversary. So yeah. here, here's my first pick. One of the top fine dining spots in this city is called, or in Philadelphia is called Volvere. It's owned by Iron Chef Garces. It's located in the Kimmel Center. It it has uh, price-fixed dinners that'll cost you three digits, okay? But it's located at 300 South Broad Street inside the Kimmel Center. From 5 p.m. to 6.30 p.m. is called a theater menu. So you guys can get the same experience at Volver that other people are paying five times the price for just 35 bucks. I know there's people listening to this saying, J. Cole, you have no idea where the Kimmel Center is. <laughs> that is untrue. I have, I've taken my wife wearing a shirt and tie to events at the Kimmel Center. I'm all aware of where Volver is. Thank you very much. And, and let me tell you, uh, J- John has been in Philly much more times than I've been in Jersey. So, uh, <laughs> Although, I, I, in all fairness, I can understand where my people are like, come on, that dude doesn't own long pants. I do. I have two pairs. <laughs> so anyway, Volver inside the Kimmel Center, probably one of the top three fine dining spots in the city has a 5 to 6 30 p.m pre-theater dinner includes like a, a nola from new orleans barbecue shrimp dish all kinds of different choices three courses 35 bucks 5 to 6 30 my first pick j cole um <laughs> uh you know what south jersey I'm going to leave Atlantic City out. There are certain things I'm taking out of here because maybe someday we'll do an Atlantic City show. I think we should. I know Atlantic Not City. Not to mention will... Atlantic City is so hype anyway. Like yeah. they've got their own websites and their own podcasts. I'm going to cut that out of there. The shore, while they do have several really nice shirt and tie places, which I've discussed, you never know if they're going to be open. When you're listening to this, if you're listening to this live, it's February. Most of the shore is close for business. You know yeah. that as well as I do. Yeah. So what I'm going to try to do today is, is I'm going to stick to places that maybe I haven't mentioned before, but you know will be open. They don't have, uh, you know, they don't really have what I guess you'd call, uh, you know, like seasonality. They're right. open all year or most of the year. And the one, the first one I'm going to talk to you about is the Barnesboro Inn. Uh, they are down in, surprise, Barnesboro. <laughs> and um, this is a place where it's a little bit on the farm side, but it's very much a place where you guys know I'm not a shirt and tie guy. I'm really not. For me to put on a shirt and tie, I do it to make my wife happy. Maybe my in-laws are in town. That's the maybe, purpose of this show. Maybe a buddy has turned 50, and I'm sort of looking for a place to take him or her. Um, that's just, you know, that's just how it is. This place does, they're, they're real creative. They, they're in Sewell, New Jersey, just to sort of, what I really like is they sort of do, and this is coming right from their website, but I think it's super accurate. They do tavern fare with flair. They <laughs> really do. They have a little something for everybody. Nice craft beer selection, nice wine selection. And probably, um, you know, you go over to their website. I'm not going to get into the thing where I start quoting prices because people change menus all the time, that sort of thing. But I will say this. The menu prices there are, you know, they're really sort of, you know, I'll I'll just – now, of course, prices may change by the time you listen to this. But they do a dish well, called Cajun Calamari. I'm glad you said that because these prices are estimates yeah. at the time of the recording. Go ahead. It's eleven bucks, and it's an appetizer that's way more for that's plenty for two people. Right. Um, they also have a dish where I am not the biggest vegetable guy. I know nobody is going to be shocked by this. <laughs> they do a green bee dish where they're battered and they're spicy. It's almost like a wasabi type of mayo they put on these right. battered dip green. They are delicious, and unless I'm mistaken, I think this thing is like eight bucks. Right. 
And that's really sort of, you know, instead of the typical poppers, they do corn cake poppers. They sort of, you know, put spins on things. And uh, they have garlic parm wings, but they also have shirt and tie food, steamed clams, you know, like some of the, we'll call higher end, you know, lobster bisque, some of those dishes or whatever. Sounds like a good spot. Uh, You know, it's it's 699 Main Street in Sewell. Um, I said Barnesboro clearly. I was mistaken. Uh, <laughs> the last thing I need is like 19 people all, saying no, All the no, New no. Jersey people are tapping. All the New keyboards. Jersey people. <laughs> and I'll tell you right now, a dish I get there fairly regularly, steak and crab Diane. Wow. Really delicious. Most steak and crab Diane. I, the reason I'm not discussing Atlantic City, most steak and crab Diane riffs I've had in Atlantic City places, $40, $45. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had it a special little Guy Fieri Chop House. Did a really good job on it. Mm. Fifty bucks. Nice. Now I love Guy Fieri. Uh, I love what he does for the industry. We've you know, exposing place. Yeah. We've talked about him. Guy, dude, that's fifty bucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I agree. I think the steak Diane is like twenty seven, twenty eight bucks nice. down at the Barnesboro Inn. Uh, they have a uh, um, they do a, a, a steak with uh, bourbon. It's like a bourbon glaze. So whatever you're into, seafood, steak, nice. uh, they have a couple really nice pasta dishes. They have uh, special sides. Uh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. One thing I'm going to insist you get at the Barnesboro Inn is their their corn cake or their cornbread. You know, it's the perfect blend between sweet and savory. Nice. Um, little pro tip from me, throw a little cracked black pepper on it and butter. Uh, <laughs> you'll be happy. I'll tell you what, uh, J. Cole made a good point. Uh, this show is, you know, a podcast, so we do it, you know, we record it live. So any price we give you today is the price at the time of the show. So if you're listening six months from now, I just got an email the other day from episode two. You know what I mean? This is episode 23. So please note that these prices are at the time of the recording. My next pick for my people in Philadelphia, I got you, I got you covered, Philadelphia. You guys want to take your mom and dad out for their anniversary? You want to go somewhere? I got a place for you. Oh, see that? He's thinking of your folks. I'm it's thinking not- of their families. I'm taking care of them. Ocean Prime, which is one of the top places in the city at 124 South 15th Street. If you get to Ocean Prime before 6.30, I think they open at 5, but if you get there before 6.30 p.m., as of the recording of this podcast, they give you three courses for just $49. And o- Ocean Prime uh, also participates in Restaurant Week. I have the photo on the Dining on the Dime Facebook page. If you get there before 6.30 p.m., uh, they'll give you three courses for $49. That includes a filet, because you want to get a filet, or you have an option of getting scallops. So that's not too bad. Uh, I'll tell you what, J. Cole, I'm going to go one more time real quick. You probably, let's be honest, Philly has way more shirt and tie places oh, yeah, than South Jersey. Absolutely. So you absolutely should go. We should go two for one here. Absolutely okay. so, sir. And you guys know that I am a huge fan. If you read my book, Table for One, available at Barnes & Noble and Amazon, take a shot. I'm taking a shot while you do this one. <laughs> yeah, you will know that I'm an Iron Chef Jose Garces fan. Uh, he, he, I, I just told you about Volver, so let's cover, uh, Iron Chef Garces one more time. And Amada, uh, which is one of the top spots, 217 Chestnut Street, Amada, owned by Iron Chef Jose Garces, has a $5 happy hour menu, and they also have a $15.50, and you get a salad and sandwich at lunchtime. And that, like I said, this is the prices at the time of the recording of the podcast. So we're not going to guarantee if you listen to this a year from now. We just got an email the other day from episode two. But Amada 217 Chestnut Street has a $5 happy hour menu. And they also give you for just $15.50 during lunch, a salad and sandwich lunch special. That was my thing with my website. I went to fine dining restaurants uh, to blog about it on my old restaurant website. But I would go at lunch, and I would save a lot of money. I've, I've got photos in my collection of, uh, you know, pretty upscale restaurants, but I went at lunch. Yeah. So everyone's like, oh, man, how's he got all that money? I don't. <laughs> I, went I don't believe that. <laughs> and I went at lunch. Go ahead, John. Um, we've talked about this before. We've mentioned it briefly, but they're getting a lot of buzz now. 
They're white hot all over foodie social media. Um, I've been several times. I've mentioned this is a place where like a lot of the I would take the, you know, the male segment of the in-laws. Um, it's very much a place that's stuck a little bit in time, which I love in a good way. It's very it's very Rat Pack, late 50s, early 60s. And that's Chubby Steakhouse. Oh, uh, um, boy, are they hot. In Gloucester City. White hot. Um, this is a place where uh, they've sort of, you know, reinvented themselves. Yeah. Um, the food there, I don't even know where to start. I will say this. Just the bar at Chubby's is amazing. Yeah. The bar at Chubby's is almost like something out of Mad Men. They're really trying to get that vibe, and you almost feel like you have to be in a shirt and tie. Now, of course, if you're in a polo shirt and dockers, you know, they're not turning people away. But if there's something, and maybe this is going to come off as, as sexist, gender specific, it's really not. But if you're a man from a certain generation, maybe over 40, you kind of stand up a little straighter when you're in a place like this. Um, you know, you hear that Sinatra, Dean Martin type music. You feel like, hey, you know what? Maybe I should be dressed up a little bit. You know, maybe I should have on pants and real it shoes. It makes you feel guilty. You to know, dress up. I know. You know, maybe my flip flops. You know, what am I doing here with my life choices? Hockey sack. I'm a grown man. Um, and it's that kind of place. A couple of things will bounce down real quick. I've mentioned this before. One of the single best bites I've had in all of South Jersey. And I mention this a lot because even though we're not stuck to this price point, we've never been married to this no, price we point. Never have. It's in our name. So I generally will try to go at the $10 almost yeah. as a metric. How far off were you in $10? I, I go for the $10 price point because I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> there is that too. No, it, it establishes value. As of this podcast, this, this recording, the Steak Crostini appetizer at Chubby's is 10 bucks. Nice. And it is. Absolutely delicious. Um, blue cheese, steak, chimichurri, uh, horseradish, like you would expect. They have several really good um, appetizers. They got like some of the traditional stuff like Clams Casino and Oysters Rockefeller, which you kind of should have at a steakhouse. But then they kind of go a little bit more modern, like you can get Bang Bang Shrimp over there. Um, and they have like a Sicilian calamari. And I'll tell you right now, some people say... Oh, our calamari is spicy. Oh, our squids are... No, they're really, really serious. They have no problem telling you, no, no, no. We're frying up cherry peppers and we're throwing them in your calamari. <laughs> right. And I love that. Instead again, of it hitting you by surprise. No, I mean, it's one of those things, again, where it's your cherry peppers, capers, olives, lemon butter sauce, a piece of bread. You're, it's happy days until your steak comes. Yeah. Uh, the service in this place is exactly... What you would think at a steakhouse. It's very, very, very sort of, you know, they have fresh paparadel and airline chicken breast. Things wow. from, uh, you know, the 50s and 60s that you don't really see anymore. Their crab cake is underrated. Um, I've tried it. I've never ordered it because I'm at a steakhouse and I'm right. getting steak. Yeah, I hear you. They do all the traditional steak accents. And you guys, and you, you used to hear me talk about cheese steaks way more than anything else. Um, but there are certain accents with steaks of Bernays sauce, demi-glace, a poivre. These are things from the steakhouses of yesteryear that they're kind of starting to bring back. And Can you do me a favor? Say a poivre. What is that? Steak au poivre. <laughs> uh, it's like a pan sauce. <laughs> and I know this is not me, man. This sure? really, what the, language is that? <laughs> um, I'll tell you right now, though. Yeah, I'm just curious. This is a place. It's French, obviously, like I all the good you. food. Yeah. Um, my recommendation here is, look, we're generally about value. Kevin yes. in particular will talk about, you know. He doesn't have the bank to drop $70 a day. I don't have the bank at all. And I certainly <laughs> don't either. Let's be clear. Right. Um, but I will tell you right now, spend a few extra dollars. Nice. Get the 16-ounce dry-aged ribeye. Uh, it's it's like 36 bucks. I'm Beautiful. not going to I'm going to, you know, I'm going to spoiler alert this for you. It's not cheap. <laughs> they have really nice desserts over there. And again, their desserts are what you expect at a steakhouse. Right. Um, I cannot, this is like a little something that, one last thing I'm going to say is that this is a steakhouse that can look Philly steakhouses and New York steakhouses in the eye. Yeah. Maybe not Peter Luger's because Peter Luger's the top of the food chain. Some of these other New York steakhouses like Uncle Jack's I've eaten there. Nice. Steak at Chubby's is just as good. And that? 30, 35% less. So 
you know, we are finding value for you. Wow, that's great. Uh, this is the shirt and tie show. This is the show where is you, indeed. you guys have an anniversary coming up. Uh, you have a birthday, special occasions. Uh, we're giving you picks of places you can go at a good value. Uh, not $10, of course, but a good value. Most of my picks... If there's a steak for $10, like a Dollar General, just pass on that by. That didn't even belong in the top. Hey, I'm old enough to remember <laughs> Sizzler. I'm old enough to remember Sizzler What's with a 9 We're going to Sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what we're do- talking about tonight. I already told you how you can eat at Volver. Uh, inside the Kimmel Center, fancy pants place. For oh, somebody just added me. I'm sorry for cutting you off. Somebody just added me. This is important. Okay. Chubby's has extended their gift card promotion through Valentine's Day. Nice. If you're listening to this in March, I'm sorry. If you're listening to this live through March 14th, you buy a $100 gift card, it's up to $120. Wow. You buy a $75 gift card, $15 bonus. Go check them out. And, uh, you know, the the I got to tell you, those gift cards... I I really use them. Wow. You know, I've had several in-laws, you know, that like the Secret Santa, they don't know what to get. They've snagged me a Chubby's gift card. I was super happy with that. Um, I don't, you know, they've even got pretty good coffee over there. But like most people, and, you know, that much steak, I need a cup of coffee to get in my truck and head back I hear home. you. <laughs> um, one of the things, and I'm not going to name names, but I've been to one or, new, to one or two New York steakhouses, famous, uh, I try to get that cup of coffee and, you know, you've just got Cafe Bustello from a metal can. Not right. that there's anything wrong with that, but this cup of coffee seven bucks, man. <laughs> if you're going to charge me almost as much as Starbucks, you got to give me something better than Bustello in a can because I'm pretty sure it, you know, I'm pretty sure at Acme, that's like three fifty can I hear for you. a pound of it. Okay. For our Philadelphia fans, our Philadelphia listeners, my next pick. Uh, this place is... Considered one of the top Greek restaurants in the city. It's located at 1405 Locust Street. It's called Estia. And what Estia does is it has a $35 three-course theater menu that includes options of lamb shank and crab cakes. Wow. Uh, it's 4 to 6, uh, and 4 to 6 at the happy hour at the at the bar. So Estia has a $35 three-course theater menu uh you have to look at the times i think it's four to six and uh you can go there three courses for 35 uh on only on their theater menu so j cole uh we're trying to get a hold of a guest you want to take over yeah sure sure um the next pick i have uh, these are a couple places i'm just going to mention in passing you've heard me talk about these places before um, so I'm not going to kind of beat the dead horse here. However, places that are shirt and tie level places where you want to go, you can take a parent, a spouse, a sibling, uh, a child. I have friends that are single parents and Valentine's Day and special events for them is they get dressed up and they go. Um, the first place I'm going to throw out there is the Robin's Nest. Uh, I've been to the Robin's Nest at least 10 or 12 times. Um, I've had a variety of dishes. There's a nice Victorian vibe there. Um, I guess the best thing I can tell you to do here, as good as the food is, at the Robin's Nest, save room for dessert. Proprietor Robin Winsger is known for a lot. She wears a lot of amazing hats, but I think she's probably best known for amazing baking. Uh, they have sort of like an orange fromage cake that is one of my all-time favorite things. And I can't really say enough about it. Um, another South Jersey place, which I've sort of thrown the name out there a few times before as a uh, – I, I like a certain type of place. I mean, that, I mean that, name absolute, that, absolute, that name absolutely does work uh, is um, Braddock's Tavern. Nice. Braddock's Tavern has been up and down over the years. One of my Twitter followers lived in the area for a while, and he remembered when it had good ownership and management and not so good man- ownership and management. Uh, you know, we shoot we shoot pretty straight on this show. Yeah. Um, we don't you know we don't mess around too much. There have been times over the years where Braddock's and this is like a local landmark. You know, this is a place where George Washington rolled into. Uh, so yeah, a little bit of respect. You know, in terms of historical cred. 
Uh, there are times where they did not have great ownership. This is not one of them. The owner, the chef there right now, pretty much dialed in. Uh, it's not 100% shirt and tie, but I would say by f- lunch crowd, a little bit mixed. Dinner, there's a lot of professional business people in there. Yeah. I would very much suggest, uh, you know, heading on down there. Nice. Um, probably, I don't know if it would be this time of year, but they do a dish where they're kind of like braising short ribs and they're doing either pappardelle or maybe gnocchi and it's delicious. And I cannot, I'm trying to think of a better, they have better parking. You know what I mean? There are places, and I never want to be one of those South Jersey guys that doesn't want to go into Philly. I never, ever, ever want to be one of those places. Um, but let's be honest. There are people. Um, there's people in Philly. Uh, people, sorry, people in South Jersey. That um, I know. Kevin is Kevin's gesturing across from me, asking me all these questions about these different places because he's getting hungry already. Um, Kev, you're distracting me on the show, sir. <laughs> um, the 17 people listening to this, they're wondering why you're distracting me. Uh, probably the. The biggest thing, and and it goes back and forth, people in Philly, why would they come across the bridge to South Jersey? And people in South Jersey, why would they cross the bridge, $5 toll, $25 parking, at probably a 33% upcharge? Um, Places like Braddock's Tavern, um, and I know know my South Jersey people, and I know they were all screaming, the pub, the pub, the pub, which is going to make me say no, no, no. That is not a shirt and tie place. You want to wear a shirt and tie place at the pub, that's fine. Uh, A guy like me is wearing a bright orange poncho because after nine pounds of meat in a setting that looks like the Red Wedding from Game of Thrones... Uh, I hear you, but the pub's my spot. I've been going. No, twice I love year. the pub. I'm just saying it's not the. I hear you. you know, I know. Grandma's 90th birthday probably doesn't want a brontosaurus. Right? <laughs> we were saved by the bell. On the phone now, Philly Bite Magazine, Bill Zimmerman. Uh, we had a little confusion, but we're fixed now. Uh, Bill, how are you? Good, good. I I, I hear it's going to snow down there. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I I promise you, I'm not going to tell you. And I'm in Florida looking at the 17th green here. <laughs> I knew but, you know. he's probably at the 19th green well. with something cold and gold in his hand. That sounds much more like it. <laughs> well, the reason we have Bill on the phone is because he is doing some work with PGA. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we were asked by the uh, the, the Players' Championship, which uh, starts up in March, to come out and sort of do a, a, a roundup of the different foods uh, and the different areas such as uh, St. Augustine and um, Jacksonville. Nice. So uh, I took one for the team, and I flew out here. <laughs> uh, and we, we, we've been meet, meeting with the director, Rich uh, Hartman, and uh, we've been doing some radio takes for the in, Indy Philly uh, Sports Hour, and we've been doing some food interviews. And don't forget. Um, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Don't, don't forget what? No, no. I wanted to tell our <laughs> list. I wanted to tell our listeners that our show every day is live, eleven to twelve. Our archives are played at www.indiephilly.com. So if you well, want, of course. <laughs> yeah, well, of if you course, guys, I think. if you guys want to hear our past episodes, some episodes that you may have not seen, uh, Philly uh, indiephilly.com Monday through Friday, eleven a.m. Right before you go to lunch, Gad Bo, it's all yours. Yeah, and, 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 and ironically, you guys have been getting people from Delaware, New Zealand, some wow. other countries. Uh, so, so the show's really doing doing well. John Cole is um, huge in no, New we, Zealand. <laughs> I'm big in New Zealand. <laughs> I still have him a big in Japan shirt from the 90s somewhere. I don't think it fits anymore. But Yeah, Bill, let, let, us, let the listeners know about the PGA thing. Go ahead. Well, um, you know, we, we were having a conversation late, last night uh, just about you know, how the, the food has become integral in a lot of these uh, events. And what the PGA wants to do is, is, is try to incorporate a lot more food in, into the events. Nice. Um, so, you know, I, ironically, the conversation went towards how sports have become associated so much with the food that's in the stadiums. Uh, and, you know, it just brings me back to all the countless numbers of Phillies games that I went to 
Yeah. And I have no recollection of of the food, what yeah. the score was. Yeah. But I can tell you what I ate, <laughs> what I ate. and I can tell you what I drank. And, you know, we were talking with, with the uh, director, and they're, they're seeing the same thing. They get thousands of people to come to this tour. They ask them, you know, what's what's going on in the tournament? Who's your favorite player? And nine out of ten times, they're talking about where they just ate. I hear you, man. So in, in, in that spirit and that connection with the food and the sports, what they've, they've, they've done is really incredible here. They've, um, they're putting together areas at this classic uh, – venue uh which is basically the 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 players championship course uh it has that famous 17th green that's the island uh that trips up every professional golf player and they start building this thing in october and the course is built specifically for this one tournament to the point that they are building food venues into the actual course so one of the uh, venues that they're putting together is the Taste of Jacksonville. Uh, so they're getting some of the top chefs that are going to come along. Uh, they're going to be cooking up food. They're also doing a Tacos on 12. Wow. So there's a, uh, a place called Taco Lou's that we're going to be going to in the next few hours. Oh, uh, oh wow. And they're going to be offering a, a, a different varieties of tacos. They also have a food court that has about 10 different uh, – local merchants and vendors in there. And then they actually thought of John. <laughs> so they're, they are putting in on the 10th green. They have built an area with picnic tables for food trucks. Oh, nice. so they're going to be bringing in seven different local food trucks, offering a lot of different street food. And they've literally built an entire area for the food trucks with the hookups, the picnic tables, everything. That's well, brilliant. Golf is so the game most conducive, whether you think it's a game or a sport, depending on if you're playing professionally or whatever. That's the sport, the pastime, whatever you want to call it. That's the most conducive. I mean, as a kid, my old man would always have a flask in his bag. Um, <laughs> you know, no, it's the truth. My old man would have a flask in his bag. For the golf. Um, well, yeah, but yeah. it's, you know, you see places like Top Golf. For years, the country clubs, it was almost like an afterthought. Now you see these country clubs, they're stepping up huge nice. with. Uh, dragging chefs out of cities, urban areas, other places. Uh, suddenly, you know, when I when we were a kid, what was it like? A you know, fish sandwich, fries, and yeah. you'd go back out and you'd be done. Uh, now, some of the things that they're being done um, at some golf courses is just insane. Nice. So, Bill, well, and, and that that's that's something that that we actually found here. The the actual clubhouse is open to the public, uh, but it's in a gated community here See, that's uh, but their their restaurant called 19 was by far the restaurant the the best restaurant that we've eaten at so far. wow um and it just shows you that, that 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 commitment that they're having in a lot of these places to bring in in good food um bringing in not only just good food but um a variety of of the local cuisine the street food and also different types of food the street food the tacos and, and, and whatnot so obviously you'll be writing an article for phillybite.com right yeah so we, we will be during the next month um putting out a number of different articles uh that will be tying in what the pga is doing and the story behind the uh, food um and we're we've also been taking um, a number of uh interviews and we'll be continuing the interviews in the next few months over the phone um, so, you know, ho hopefully we'll be able to get these guys also connected with some of these uh, local chefs here. That we would love what, that. What, this what sounded like Kevin was hoping to get a Philly Bites assignment down we, in Florida. No, no, we, we would love to interview the chefs <laughs> well, from that uh, thing. I would love that. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I would. I, I, I first have to buy him some Bermuda shorts. Yeah. I don't know if he has anything <laughs> fancy enough to come down here. So. Yeah, These so, like decent so people are down there. We have to really budget this. <laughs> the one thing but you know no, is I have shorts. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Bill. <laughs> but no, it, it's it's it, it's it's really incredible how you know this this particular sport is starting to realize that connection between people and food. And it's so and, true. Um, you know what. One of the things that they want to do is they're going to have these journeys. So um, we're going to be writing about the uh, journey for, for, for the Players Club, and it's going to basically be a guide that tells you where to go, where to start. You can start from point A to go to point B and have this complete food journey 
and eat at nine different places around here. Oh. Um, so it's not just about the uh, sport anymore. Take a food crawl. That's a genius idea. Yeah, there's a garden burger at the uh, Citizens Bank that I thought was the greatest thing I've ever had. <laughs> that's that's well, cool, it's cool kind of, to see, it's, though. Yeah, it, it, It's kind of funny because when I started thinking about these food journeys and the connection with sports, I realized that um, every year on Philly Bite Magazine, we put out an article about the places that are opening up at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. Uh, we do the same thing for the uh, link. And the number one article that we get out of our sports section is where to eat at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, we, we've got articles that come out throughout the uh, season about the different events that are coming up and, and whatnot. But what people are always going back to is that one food article. I hear you, buddy. So that's what we should. What should we look forward to, Bill? Because we're running short on time. So you're, you're gonna... uh, well. In, in the next month or so, we're going to start putting out some guides um, for anybody that wants to come down and visit. Um, we're going to be putting guides together where to go, where to stay, where you can take your uh, family, and it's going to be more food oriented. So for anybody that's a, a food lover, wants to get away in, in March, come down and watch 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 the uh, golf tournament. We're going to have a complete uh series of articles that tells you how to do it where to go where to stay and where the best places to go eat fantastic bill thank you so much pal uh, i mean that's an effort right. he's prying himself away from a golf course well, to call us yeah. we appreciate that yeah, we appreciate it so, i appreciate yeah go i've got to go to taco lose now but keep me informed <laughs> about the uh, weather okay yeah we're we're, we're in <laughs> he's the- eating real food i'm stopping a wawa yeah, on the way home for a meatball sandwich <laughs> thanks a lot bro <laughs> right. take care you. boss enjoy Talk your trip down there have a great day Okay, that was Philly Bike Magazine. They're doing a thing for the PGA Tour. And I really do, and I don't want to get into a long uh, thing about this, but I do believe it's a smart move to connect food with sports. Well, I'm going to throw this out very quickly. A really good friend of mine, she's a chef. Uh, We've been friends for years. Uh, uh, Laura Casada, I'm probably mispronouncing her name. Um, She is a a real chef. She's the executive chef at Gulf Hills Golf Club out towards Phoenixville. And I got to tell you, the food she does, the dishes, the plates they put out there, you would have a hard time believing that's like a country club. Because I remember when country clubs were, you know, just drop, fry everything, threw it out there. These guys wanted a glass of beer, roast beef sandwich and fries, and they wanted to be out the door. Uh, Chef Laura is super, I mean, she's talented as hell. And the dishes she puts out are amazing. And that's just one example. Yeah. Um, you know, definitely you get a chance, you know, follow what Bill is kind of talking about a little bit. And, uh, you know. I hear you. All right. Golf uh, is on board. This is our shirt and tie show for people that want to go upscale. Uh, I'm going to give my next pick for Philadelphia. Well, golf's an upscale game, right? Yeah, you know, golf's very the nice clothes. You don't see too many guys and you know. My, uh, yeah. My 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 my. It's too expensive for me, but it's my good. my insane clown palsy hockey jersey. Yeah. Probably not fitting on the golf course. <laughs> okay, my next pick is a place that blew me away. I was shocked to find out uh, all the years I've been in Philly, I never went here until recently. It's called the City Tavern. So this is a place for special occasions, etc. It's located at 138 South Second Street. And they have a great menu, and you can eat there and learn at the same time. Uh, I love that place. Every dish they give you is colonial. It's been there. I think they planned one of the Civil Wars down. I forget what it was. But uh, City Tavern, 138 South 2nd Street is a great place to go for a special occasion. Uh, I highly recommend it. I loved my uh, experience there. And uh, that was my next pick. But I, we have to go to a caller. We have a caller. Uh, my next guest is a very successful consultant in the restaurant industry. That leaves me out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donnell Jones Craven is a very successful consultant. Donnell, how are you today, buddy? I'm doing wonderful. How are you today? We're so happy to have you yeah, on. Yeah, thanks for joining us on a Sunday. And I wanted to. Well, thank you for having. Me. Uh, we're excited to have you. We're, we just wanted uh, you to give, uh, you know, promote your business, Donnell. Yeah, well, I am the consultant and owner of Don Berry Culinary Consulting Services LLC. Nice. And basically, we do several different uh, services. Uh, we do project management. 
business development strategy, uh, culinary and service operations, and several different food environments from corporate to independent to chain. Uh, nice. Food and labor cost optimization, marketing, staff engagement. Uh, one of my strong suits are recipe development and menu innovation. Uh, we do catering and private events, uh, food preparation, culinary instruction. How as can long as I do? Uh, how can we get a hold? Of, how can we get a hold of you to hire you for your service? Uh, I have a website. Uh, it's up. It's www.chefdondary. Nice. D o n d a r i. dot com. Uh, you could also contact me through Instagram. I have my own Instagram, Chef Don Dairy. Great. And I have a Facebook page as well, um, uh, Chef Don Dairy Culinary Consultant Services. So I have several ways you could contact me. That's fantastic. And we're so excited to have you because you have a proven record of success in the restaurant industry. Uh, Donnell is a, a former consultant for uh, Bynum Industries, right? Bynum uh for Bynum, right, Donald? They yeah. own Warm Daddy's South. Tell us a little bit about your history and your resume. Well, working with the uh, the Bynum brothers was a, a, a great opportunity. Uh, I worked at South Restaurant. That's located on 600 uh, North Broad Street. I was the executive chef there. Uh, it was a treat for me because I enjoy and have a passion for food. And then one of my other loves of life is jazz, live music. I love so, it. Interesting restaurant there. It has a jazz lounge that has about 75 seats. Nice. The restaurant has 75 seats as well. And six nights a week, there is live jazz being played from local to regional as well as national uh, artists and um, uh, throughout the world. And they have a great, great happy hour also if you're looking to dine on a dime. Yeah, they have a very great happy hour. I believe it starts at 4 o'clock. Yep. And... You know, they have several different varieties of uh, southern type of uh, distilled beverages, uh, bourbons and whiskey, a very good uh, mixology program. And then they have the uh, kitchen that has the chef's counter, which has some very nice uh, small plates and And southern themed I just want to give you a resume. You did, you worked there. We don't have an hour. He's like <laughs> one of the most qualified guests we've had. I know. <laughs> now, what exactly do you do? did you do for them? You were a consultant, weren't you? Well, I worked um, I, I worked primarily for them during that time. Nice. I was executive chef at uh, South, and then I was chef de cuisine at their sister restaurant, Relish, well, uh, in, which, on West one of the best brunches in the country. One of the top 100 brunches in the entire country, Relish. That's correct. One of the top uh, 100 brunches in America, yeah. That is correct. And you were uh, you worked for them also. So you can't get a better resume than that. And, and to, qualify, to qualify that, think about that. What did they say? There's currently 6 million restaurants in this country or something yeah. like that? And they're in the top 100. Just the math itself kind of, you know. And Donnell was a big part of that. So, uh, Donnell, what can you do for our listeners if they have a restaurant? Well, if you have a restaurant and you're in need of some consulting services, uh, I have several packages that will be able to assist a brand-new restaurant as well as a restaurant that has been in existence for several years that just really needs to be refreshed. Um, I do different packages um, specifically for those type restaurants. I have one package called the A La Minute which is basically a three- or four-week consult period that does a menu revitalization and staff development. Nice. Then I have other packages, uh, something more longer-term, six- to eight-week, which I call the Mise en Place, which is a full kitchen service evaluation, as well as to find out from a restaurant owner what is the goals and objectives of what you want to permeate in the market along with your restaurant as well as staff implementation. Nice. So I'm sitting at home. I have a restaurant. I want to hire you right now. What's the quickest way to get a hold of you? Uh, the quickest way to get hold of me is uh, 267-322-9061. Uh, I could also be emailed as well uh, at dondarryccsllc at gmail.com. And working... But I'm on LinkedIn. Oh, go ahead. There's several ways you can 
get in touch with me. You can also send a bird. Um, I, it come to my door, and I could just get to know. Hey, it. Harry Potter. <laughs> Owl at the door. And I'll tell you what, there doesn't come with a – Bynum Hospitality alone would make you more than qualified to help anybody. You know what I mean? I hope so. I yeah. hope so, yeah. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. Donnell, you're a great friend of our show, and you're welcome to come in studio or call us back anytime. Uh, we appreciate oh, having you. you. And uh, yeah. that's for our. We have a lot of restaurant owners that listen to the show, and if they're looking to get some consultation services, you're the guy. So I appreciate you being with I'll us. Be Thank you so much, Kevin. Uh, I was so. It was such a pleasure to have someone that qualified. Yeah, thanks on this for joining show. us. <laughs> that somebody with, yeah. with your pedigree on this show is great. Thank you. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great day. Y'all, y'all have a good evening. Thank you. Okay, and uh, that was... Imagine if it was me, but with qualifications and stuff. It is, <laughs> and let me tell you something. If you guys if you guys know Donnell or your whatever, you got to see his pedigree. He has worked at some of the top spots. He's consulted. Bynum Hospitality alone uh, makes him a great person to give you consultation service. And we're just going to say this nicely. Uh, we're not going to name specific names, but we've talked about places on this on this. Uh, on this show that maybe you should be calling <laughs> and and right. trying to get some of these consulting services because, you know, some of y'all, uh, yeah. there's a reason we're not discussing you today on the Shirt and Tie show, right. and there's a reason we haven't discussed you in a positive well, let me, let me way. Tell, I'm going to my next pick for the Shirt and Tie or Warm and Casual show uh, is my favorite restaurant. It's called The Palm. It's at 200 South Broad Street. Yes, the Palm uh, is is uh, 200 South Broad Street. They offer a three course, forty five dollar uh, meal that includes uh, one of your options is a seven ounce filet mignon uh, for forty five dollars. It's at the Palm. It's at uh, 200 South Broad Street. I have the photo on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dining on the dime one forward slash. I had the best burger ever. And here's a tip for you. Uh, the chicken parm at the Palm is fantastic. Palm's a great spot. I know. You love chicken parm. Uh, palm is one of the top places in the entire city. Uh, I highly recommend it. I uh, had the burger. Fantastic. Uh, uh, I, uh, the chicken parm is out of this world, which a steakhouse, you wouldn't think, is it's fantastic. But they offer a three-course $45 special. Uh, I highly recommend the Palm, and that was my next pick. Uh, my yep. last pick, I think I'm going to wrap this up. This is slightly, slightly outside of South Jersey. This is more Central Jersey. This is South Jersey if you live in Hoboken. If you live in Princeton, eh, maybe not so much. Um, and full disclosure, my friend Chris Zinna uh, owns this place. He owns successful food trucks, successful catering. He has a bistro in Cranberry that is absolutely amazing they have a supper club there where they're doing you know deals some sometimes meals are at 30 40 percent off the market price for certain things uh they're making their own uh salumeria there their own charcuterie um i've been there when they've done their own cheeses um i can't really i can't really i mean you know i've known the guy for years he owns the largest food truck in New Jersey. This thing is massive mobile kitchen. Um, he's at 1275 South River Road in Cranberry. Uh, I understand they still have a few. The location is beautiful. Um, they still have a few reservations left for Valentine's Day. If you are hearing this after Valentine's Day, trust me when I tell you, the food in this, this is the best place you haven't heard of yet. Uh, he's brought it along slowly. He's brought his staff along slowly. But I have to tell you, the food at Zinna's Bistro is amazing. Now, oh, if wow. you've followed me in through the food truck world, you know Zinna's. You know Zinna's food trucks. They really, uh, they've won burger awards with their 50-50 burger, half beef, half bacon. Um, they've put out some of the best non-cheesesteak steak sandwiches I've tried. Uh, they do short rib sandwiches. They do sandwiches that are absolutely amazing. And then he decided to sort of start doing, you know, things that are a little bit more beef brajol, uh, 
that are, you know, more Italian-American, more Jersey, more South Jersey. Right. Um, and then I understand now he's got like, you know, prosciutto, salami, mortadella and stuff like that hanging in his walk-in. Yeah. Uh, dry aging, cold aging stuff. Um, Chris is a great guy. He's like a central New Jersey citizen of the year, business citizen of the year. Gotcha. Um, it's a little bit out of my range, but I, the food is so good, it's maybe worth the extra 20, 30-minute drive. Okay, well, we're uh, John just gave his last pick, and it's a great pick, by the way. Uh, I'm going to wrap up the show uh, with something, a place that I love. Uh, they're doing a lot of good things. It's called The Little Fish. Okay. It's at 746 South 6th Street. It's not really a certain type. Warm and casual would be a better word. Uh, Five-course, $45 Sunday tasting menu. Changes every week. I have the photos, facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash. I just enjoy going there, and it's a different menu every week. It's a family-style setting. Uh, They do a really good job, and that would be my final pick is uh, the little fish. Dining on a dime at yahoo.com. Get a hold of us. We'll get the email right away. At dining on a dime one on Twitter. Get a hold of us. We'll get right back to you. Uh, Facebook.com, Dining on the Dime 1 forward slash. Uh, and you can get a hold of us right away on Facebook. J. Cole, you tell the listeners what you want them to know now. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I want them to know. Eva just tweeted me that we sound a little bit scattered this week. Well, let's be honest. It's a shirt and tie show. No, we had, what, two, we had two callers. And what I, what yeah. did you expect from me? You know I roll through town in like a Phantoms hockey jersey and khaki shorts and flip-flops like nine and a half months a year. We, How did you expect me to come off all smooth talking about shirt and tie stuff? Right, I, we, I, I wear shirt and tie twice and a year. We had confusion with the callers, too, so we were a little scattered. Okay, guys, uh, have a great week. Uh, We will stay hungry, everybody. If you are hearing this live, go ahead out. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at wildfireradio.com.